Ah, ah, ah. Never mind the dishes, Mom. Relax. Listen to Blondie. Before we join the bumsteads of Shady Lane Avenue, let's gather around the bandstand for a curtain raiser from Juanita Eddington. Raise that curtain, Juanita. Look for the silver lining Whenever a cloud appears in the blue Remember somewhere the sun is shining and so the right thing to do is make it shine for you A heart full of joy and gladness Will always banish sadness and strife So always look for the silver lining And try to find the sunny side of life Juanita. This week's episode is being sponsored by the Watertown Players, your favorite community theater troupe for more than 30 years. If you've been listening faithfully to Blondie, which I know you have been, then you have learned a lot about our little theater company. You know that when we started out, we only did one production a year, the annual Christmas play at the Octagon House Museum. You also know that we spent years and years roaming the streets of Watertown looking for a place to build our stage. And you know that we finally came home to 210 South Water Street, inside the market, right here in downtown Watertown, and have been putting on the best musicals, comedies, and children's theater productions since putting down our roots. Well, folks, we'll learn you something that you might not have known in our next commercial break. Stay tuned. The Watertown Players, dedicated to enriching the lives of those in this and surrounding communities through creativity, expression, and fun.
And now, here we go, over to the Bumsteads for that weekly visit. Today we find Blondie, just outside the door of the bathroom, where Baby Dumpling seems to be spending the day. Baby? Baby Dumpling! Yes, Mommy? I'm washing my neck now. Well, please hurry up, baby. Daddy's home and he wants a bath, too. I'm watching as fast as I can, Mommy. You said that five minutes ago. Well, I can't go any faster. The soap's too slippery. You're not using my scented soap, are you? No, Mommy. Just some white soap and some green soap. Well, you certainly ought to make better time with two kinds of soap. I get bored with just one kind. Well, mind you, don't use mine. It's scented with night-blooming narcissus, and I've only got a little bit left. Hey, isn't Baby out of there yet? I'm trying to get him out, Dagwood. Gosh, I'm already late. Hey, Baby, come on, will ya? Daddy's in an awful hurry. Okay, Daddy. I'm washing my ears now. You might as well relax a minute, Dagwood, and tell me what all the excitement is about. I'm not excited. I'm pretty calm, if you ask me, considering that Dither's in the mayor and the whole Chamber of Commerce is waiting to see me. Oh, no wonder you rushed in the house the way you did. What do all those men want to see you about, Dagwood? Oh, they just want me to explain something to them. Oh my, isn't that lovely? No? No? Why isn't it? Well, you see, I have to explain as a little mistake I made. Oh, Dagwood, what have you done now? Well, I had a little almanac trouble. Almanac trouble? Yeah, I guess I might as well tell you the whole thing. I think you'd better. Well, you see, Mr. Dithers sold the Chamber of Congress the idea of having a ski meet here in town. I didn't know he liked skiing. I don't think he does. But he wanted the Dizzers Construction Company to build the big ski hill that the ski jumpers slide down. Oh, I see. And P.S. he got the job? Yeah, but P.S. again, the slide isn't going to work. Why not? No snow. Oh. Well, he'll just have to wait till it does snow. He can't wait. See, he told the Chamber of Commerce to go ahead and advertise the ski jump for this week. Well, that wasn't very smart. He should have known that you can't slide down a ski jump unless you have snow. Oh, he knew that. Uh, he uh, uh, thought there would be snow by today. What gave him that idea? Well, uh, I guess I did. Oh, Dagwood. Yeah. Uh, he told me to call up the U.S. weather people and to make them guarantee us some snow. But I hated to bother important people like that, so I just looked in that almanac that came with the free sample of wart remover. Then I told Dithers to go ahead because the almanac said there was going to be two feet of snow. Well, then I don't see how they can blame you if an almanac was wrong. Well, I was kind of in a hurry, and when I checked back, I found out the almanac wasn't wrong. I just got the wrong page. Oh, Dagwood. Yeah, I found that instead of being around here this week, the two feet of snow is due in Quebec on February 15th. Oh, dear. I suppose Mr. Dithers is pretty mad. Yeah, he can't get paid for the slide. The town hasn't got the money anyway. They expected to get it from the movie people. What movie people? Oh, Dithers told them he knew a picture director who would pay all expenses to get some good ski jumping shots. 
Thithers knew this director when he went to school. Oh, Dagwood. Were they going to take movies right here in town? That would be perfectly wonderful. Uh-huh. Uh, that's what the Chamber of Commerce thought, especially if the movies paid for the whole thing. So when I told Dithers about the snow that was going to be here, he uh, wired the movie director to come with cameras and everything. Oh, my. I'm afraid the movie man will be a little provoked, too. I hear he is, on account of his Norwegian movie star is threatening to go back to Norway, where they've got snow. Who is the movie star, Dagwood? It's the champion ski jumper, Bjorn Janssen. Oh, I saw him in a newsreel, but I didn't know he could act. He doesn't have to act. He's a ski jumper. Dagwood, I wonder if it was Bjorn Janssen who called you on the phone just before you came home. He had a funny accent, and he said to tell you he was a friend of Farquhar Fuddles. Friend of? Hey, I bet it's Professor Blitzen. If he's a friend of Fuddles, he probably wants to borrow money. No, no. Say, if it is Blitzen, we may have snow after all. What? How do you mean, Dagwood? Listen, this is great. You know, Fuddle is down in Florida, and I wired him about the jam I was in, and he wired back about this Professor Blitzen. The professor is a professional rainmaker. What on earth is that? Oh, when anybody wants it to rain, he just sits by a pond or something and concentrates on rain, and it rains. Do you believe that? He did it in Florida, only he made a mistake. He sat down by an artificial ice rink, and it started to snow. You think he did it? If he didn't, they played an awful dirty trick on him. They chased him across the state line in his own blizzard. Oh, Dagwood, it's just one of Fuddle's jokes. Well, if it snowed in Florida when he was there, it won't do any harm to let him try for a little snow here. If he phones again, call me, even if I'm in the bathtub. Hey, isn't Baby through in that bathtub yet? Baby! Baby Dumpling! Oh dear, the doorbell. I'll see who it is, Dagwood. You talk to Baby Dumpling. Yeah, maybe that's Blitzen at the door. Maybe it's just the census man. The census men are around, you know. If it's the census man, tell him we don't want any. Baby, come out of that bathroom, or I'm coming in. Just a little while more, Daddy. No, I'm in a hurry, I tell you, and hey, you're not taking a bath. I washed my neck and ears. You've been playing boats with that soap in the tub. Battleships. Look, the green soap is the big battleship, and the white soap is the little battleship. Now listen, baby, I haven't got time to waste. You get out of here and let me take my bath. Can I take my battleships? Sure, sure. Hurry up. Okay, Daddy. Toot, toot. Here comes the Navy. Boom, boom. Toot, toot, toot. Now I've got to run all this water out of the tub and fill it up with hot water. Dagwood! Yeah, honey? It's Professor Blitzen to see you. Hey, I can't hear you. Come to the head of the stairs. I can't hear. Uh, wait, I'll come to the head of the stairs. Uh, look out, baby. Don't play right there on top of the stairs with that soap. Don't step on it, Daddy. I... Oh, oops. Mommy, can I come out of the corner now? 
Are you sorry that you got the top of the stairs all soapy? Yes, Mommy. And are you very sorry that poor Daddy fell downstairs? Uh-huh. And I'm awful sorry nobody but us saw him do it. Why, baby, it wouldn't have been so funny if Daddy had hurt himself. Well, but he didn't, Mommy. And I bet if Mr. Dithers saw him, he'd make him go in that ski jump, and he'd win. Baby! Did I say something else wrong, Mommy? No, you've given me an idea. Ski jump. Soap. Oh, I bet it would work. What would, Mommy? Why, Daddy's in trouble because there isn't any snow for the men to slide down at that ski jumping contest. But soap is slippery. Why couldn't they put soap on the slide? Sure they could, but it'll take an awful lot of soap, Mommy. I know, but soft soap is cheap. I'll call up that little soap factory and order a few barrels of soft soap. Then I'll go down to that Chamber of Commerce meeting and tell them my idea. Hello, operator, information please. Now don't tell Daddy anything about this till I've gone. He thinks that Professor can make it snow, but I don't believe it. Where is Daddy, Mommy? Oh, he's upstairs taking that bath he wanted and listening to Professor Blitzen talk about himself. Hello, information? Well, I want the number of that soap factory over near the stockyards. Let's hear that part again, Professor. I got a little soap in my ears. I say here is the proof. Look, from their newspaper out I have cut their stories. Everywhere I go, it gives rain. Rain, rain, rain. Look. Uh-huh. Uh, but how are you on snow? Rain, snow, fog. What's their difference? Well, one difference is you can't go skiing on fog. What we need is snow. Snow. Good. I write that down. Now, what kind you like? Wet snow? Dry snow? Well, medium dry, I guess. Just some nice, white, slippery snow. Mm-hmm. White snow. I write that down. Well, uh, now when could you give us delivery on this snow? Tomorrow in the morning you find it on your doorstep. Now, where is the nearest pond? Pond? Lake, river, pond. The body of water which I must eat by when I concentrate on their snow. Oh, uh, we've got a riverbed in town, but there's no water in it. Ah, Peter, drive river, I get only dust storms. Well, I guess we haven't got just what you want. But there is a big windmill and a water tank up on the roof of Dither's construction plant. Would that do? A windmill? Yeah, that is good. I sit on their windmill and rub my rabbit's foot on presto. It gives snow. Who is it? It's me, Daddy. The soap factory wants to talk to you. A soap factory wants to talk to me? Uh, tell them thanks, just the same, but I've got enough soap to finish my bath. It's about the soap Mommy ordered. Well, why doesn't Mommy talk to them? She's gone out for a while. Well, I don't know. If she ordered soap, uh, tell them to deliver it. What's the big problem? 
They're not sure what kind she wants. Oh, well, tell them she uses scented soap. Tell them she likes night-blooming Narcissus. Okay, I'll tell them to send that. Goodbye, Daddy. Goodbye? Uh, now, uh, Professor, you better get busy. Uh, go on down to the Dithers building and ask the watchman to let you up on the windmill. Tell him I said it was okay. Boomstadt give permission. I wrote that down. The name's Bumstead. Yeah, yeah, Boomstadt. Dogfoot Boomstadt. I got it. Goodbye, Mr. Boomstadt. As soon as I get dry, I'll phone down there and tell them to run a telephone line to the windmill so I can keep in touch with you. Yeah, das is good. I will tell you how soon is coming their snow. Give it the works, Professor. We need that snow. Don't fall down on me. Ah, no. Their professor never falls down. Oops! Daddy, can I come out of the corner now? Are you sorry you laughed at the professor when he fell down the stairs? Yes, Daddy. Well, come on out then and answer the phone if it rings. Gosh, I've got to finish my bath and get to that meeting. If Mommy calls, what'll I tell her? Tell her to come home. But don't call me to the phone unless it's Mr. Dithers or the professor. How can he call if he's up on the windmill? I've got the Dithers crew to rig up a line up there. Hey, maybe that's somebody now. Hello, Bumstead residence. Bumstead speaking. Boomstadt? Is here their professor on their windmill. Swell! I'm glad you're on the job. Any sign of snow yet? Not yet come their snow. I am having here a little trouble. Trouble? I mean, trouble? What's wrong? Could you send it up, please, their fish pole? Fish pole? There's no fish in that tank. No fish. No, but there is now sunk in their tank my rabbit's foot. Well, I'll get you another rabbit's foot. Ah, no. Without mine own rabbit's foot, I cannot their snow make. Well, uh, keep trying. I'll see what I can do on a fish pole. Yeah, maybe mit their pole, I can from their tank up give fish my foot. Yeah, listen. I've got to go go finish my bath. Uh, goodbye. Stay here, baby. I'll run upstairs so as not to catch cold. Somebody at the door, Daddy. Yeah, well, if they want to see me, tell them I'm in the bathtub. Okay, Daddy. Hello, Mr. Dithers. Baby Dumpling, where's your father? He says for you to see him in the bathtub. Huh? Bathtub? Is that where he spends his time? Yes, sir. Lathering while Rome burns. I'll take that. Hello, Bumstead residence. Dither's fiend mill. What? Where? I called to say never mind their fish pole. Fish pole? What fish pole? Uh, maybe I don't after all their rabbit's foot need. Hey? What do you mean rabbit's foot? Who is this? Is here Professor Bleetson. Leetson. Huh? I say Leeson. Are you deaf already? I don't need maybe the rabbit foot no more because he's sending up some pig knuckles. 
Pig's knuckles? Yeah, I think they work just so good as the rabbit's foot. Goodbye. Pa! A crazy man up on my windmill and Bumstead taking a bath. Bumstead! I don't think he can hear you. He's got the water running to make it hot. Oh, he has, eh? Well, let me up those stairs and I'll make it hot for him. It's no use, Bumstead. I know you're in this bathroom somewhere. Come out like a man. Where are you? Bumstead! Ah, hiding under the suds, eh? Well, I can wait as long as you can. <coughs> hey, hand me a towel. Here, take this. Th thanks. Now, what's the idea? S soap in my eyes. No, no, Bumstead. I mean, what's the idea of sending that Dutch comedian up on my water tank? He says he can make it snow from up there. Poppycock! The man's a charlatan, a fake. When the Chamber of Commerce heard about that clown on my windmill, the meeting broke up like a riot. Right now, the mayor and half the population are down there watching him. We're going to be laughed out of town. Well, but listen, maybe he can make it snow, if he finds his rabbit foot. He doesn't need it. He's got pig's knuckles now. Are they good? Don't be silly. What am I going to tell Archer? Archer? Yes, Archer. A-R-C-H-E-R. -E oh, uh, who's Archer? The movie director. The director? Yes, director. D-I-R-E-C-T-O-R. -E the man from Hollywood. Gosh, Hollywood. Yes, Hollywood. H-O-L. Oh, I know how to spell Hollywood. I doubt it. I do so. H-O-L-L-W-O-O-D. No. No, and I didn't come here to hear you spell. Anyway, I came to get you to explain to Archer why we haven't got any snow for him to take pictures of. He's down at the ski track now with his star, Bjorg Bjornsson. Hey, uh, how do you spell Bjorg Bjornsson? Never mind how to spell him. What are you going to do with him? Hey, Daddy, Mommy's on the phone. She is? Where's she phoning from? She's down at the ski slide, she says. Maybe her scheme is going to work. What scheme? Hey, let me talk to her. Wait, Bumstead. You can't go down with no more clothes than that bat towel. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll slip on something. Don't slip on the soap, Daddy. Too. Oh. Too late. Yeah, nice landing, though. Baby. Yes, Daddy. I'm starting for the corner right now. Now, Bumstead, don't punish the baby. He wasn't anywhere near you when you fell. Keep your temper, Bumstead. Look out, Mr. Dizzers. Hey, what? Oops! Mommy, hey, Mommy. Listen, Mommy, I bet Daddy could beat Bajoran Johnson's ski sighting. He and Mr. Dithers both slid downstairs, and Daddy beat him by a foot and a half.
This episode of Blondie is being produced and sponsored by the Watertown Players. You know, folks, usually at this time in our episodes of Blondie, I tell you something amusing about myself. You know that I'm unbelievably handsome with dark, wavy hair, and that I enjoy buying fresh meat, and that I'm a semi-professional dog walker. Well, this time I figured I would stick to something that is really important, like a little-known fact about the Watertown Players. And here it is. Did you know that the Watertown Players at 210 South Water Street inside the market right here in downtown Watertown is haunted? You heard me right. Haunted. Isn't that cool? And did you know that the gentleman who haunts our theater doesn't pay any rent and expects us to foot the bill? Let me tell you, that guy spends money hand over fist. The nerve of some people. Well, this is where you come in, folks. We need your help to keep a roof over our poltergeist's head. Stay tuned and I'll give you information at the end of this episode on how you can help with a tax-deductible donation to the Watertown Players. So make sure you listen all the way to the end. The Watertown Players, dedicated to enriching the lives and afterlives of those in this and surrounding communities through creativity, expression, and fun. And now... Let's join Blondie in the official headquarters at the bottom of the ski track. She is still trying to talk to Baby Dumpling over the phone. Well, but listen, Baby, what happened after Mr. Dithers left to come down here? Where did you say Daddy went? He went down to see how the professor is doing on Mr. Dithers' water tank. How's the soap working on the ski side, Mommy? The men haven't finished covering the slide with it yet, but I think it will be slippery enough, all right? I think so, too. It works well here. Goodbye, Mommy. Goodbye, baby. Blondie? Oh, hello, Mr. Dithers. How do you feel? Did you ever fall downstairs? No. Then it's no use trying to explain. What's going on here? What's that strong perfume I smell? It's all that soap. Soap? Is that what they're putting on that slide? Uh Uh-huh. It's slicker than snow, you know. I know, but why is it lavender colored? That's to match the perfume, I guess. It's all scented with night-blooming Narcissus. Ten barrels of it. The soap people said Dagwood ordered it that way. He would. I'll get it. I've got it. Hello? Ski track? Dither's windmill. Bumstead speaking. Oh, Dagwood, come down from there and call off the professor. We won't need snow if my soap works. Yeah, but listen, honey. The professor is just warming up. He's got his rabbit foot back and he's going to get results. Is the wind blowing over there? It's beginning to, yes. That's the professor's work. He's already had a fog over to the east and a mirage over to the west and the wind from the south. What? No northern lights? He says we'll have those tonight. Oh boy, wait till he gets going right. Goodbye. Goodbye, Dagwood. What's he say? He claims the professor is causing quite a stir. Listen, that wind is growing stronger. So is the night-blooming Narcissus. Look, people are leaving the place. They can't stand it. I'll go get Archer to make a couple of shots and get this thing over. Look, the men have got the slide all covered. Where's Bjorg Bjornsson? He's over there, waxing his skis with one hand and holding his nose with the other. I'll go tell him to jump. Hello? Hello? Say, what's that smell the wind's bringing over? It's the scented soap. 
Is it way over there already? It's all over town. Listen, you ought to see the people coming out of their houses. It must be stronger down on the ground. They're running like rabbits. Some of them are carrying bird cages and furniture and everything. Oh, Dagwood, tell the professor to stop the wind. I did, but he can't. He says it'll be snow next, or rain. There's clouds coming up. Oh, dear. Those people aren't going to like it when they find out it's our night-blooming Narcissus that's driving them out of their homes. They don't like it now. Hey, that movie director is down there getting pictures of the mob moving out. Oh, this is terrible. Tell the professor to stop rubbing that rabbit's foot. He's back on the pig's feet now. Let me know when it starts to snow. Goodbye. Goodbye, Dagwood. Blondie, Bajorgva Johnson is ready to jump. I see him. But now it's starting to rain. Oh, I hear it. Where's Archer? Dagwood says he's over there shooting a mob scene. Well, one of his cameramen is here. I told him to go ahead and take Johnson's slide. Want to see it? Yes. Come on, then. Look, what's all that white stuff on the ski slide? Soap bubbles. Jumping Jehoshaphat. The rain's turning the soap into suds. If Bjornsson's going to jump, he'd better hurry before the soap's all washed away. Hey, Johnson! if you're going to jump, jump. Here he comes. Look at him shoot down that slide. Look at that lather. What form? What foam? Ooh, what a jump. What a splash. Where did he go to? He's buried in soap suds. There's his head. Look, he's blowing bubbles. Thank heavens he isn't hurt. No, but he's plenty mad, and Archer will be too. Why? Why? Do you think he's going to like our taking his imported Norwegian star, the greatest ski jumper in the world, and dunking him in night-blooming Narcissus? You know, I have an idea. No, no more ideas. But Mr. Dithers, it was ideas put you where you are today. Yes, and where am I? In the soap. I mean soup. I've got an expensive ski slide on my hands and an indignant chamber of commerce. Archer will be after my scalp for bringing him here, and look, what's that coming up the hill? It looks like a mob. It is a mob. The whole town's up in arms. They've got Dagwood. And Archer. And they're coming after us. Well, none of this is your fault, Mr. Dithers. It's Dagwood's and mine. It was our almanac and our scented soap and everything. I know that. I know it, too. But the Chamber of Commerce doesn't know it. The people who were driven out of this house and home don't know it. They're going to blame me. No, they won't. I'll tell them the truth. I'll tell them that Dagwood and I will be responsible. We'll make good for everything. You will? I... I don't want to put you on a spot, Blondie. Oh, it's all right. Will you agree that anything we can salvage from all this trouble is ours? Sure. Sure. That's understood. All right, Mr. Dithers. Then when they get here, I'll talk to them. And so, ladies and gentlemen, Dagwood and I are so sorry for all the excitement. The town will be paid for the ski slide, and any claims for damages will be paid too. Is that all right with you all? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Fine. Oh, okay. 
Hey, Blondie, that'll take more money than we've ever had. You can have what's in my pig bank, Mommy. Thank you, dear, but we won't need it. You see, I've had a little talk with Mr. Archer, the movie director, and he's going to give us the money to pay for everything. Huh? Is that right, Blondie? Oh, yes. He says this town is the greatest location he ever saw outside of Hollywood. He got some marvelous shots today. He should have got Daddy coming downstairs. Quiet, baby. Is he going to use that picture of Bajorg Bajonson in the suds? Of course. He's rewriting his script, making it a comedy. It's going to be the story of just what happened today, mob scenes and all. He says it will be a super colossal epic of mirth. I'll be doggoned. Listen, Blondie, maybe we could have the world premiere right here in town, too. Yes, that's settled with Archer, too. And he's going to give the professor a regular job producing special effects. He ought to give you a job, Blondie, producing miracles. Say, let me in on one of your deals sometime, will you? Oh, you're in on this, isn't he, Blondie? No, a bargain is a bargain. And when things look black, Blondie let me out. She took the responsibility, and I gave her anything she could to salvage from the wreck. There isn't going to be any profit anyway. What's left over after everything's paid goes to the Chamber of Commerce to advertise our town. Great idea! We could have billboards along all the main routes. Home of the Dithers Construction Company. Say, I'll go talk to the boys about that right now. Hey, Mommy. Is there going to be any more fun? Golly, baby, what else could happen in one day? Well, we could go home and have dinner. Say, that's right. I'm hungry. All right, let's all go home. My, I'm glad the rain stopped. Yeah, and look, Blondie, over there in the sky. A rainbow. A rainbow. Yeah. Hey, I wonder if the professor got that with the rabbit's foot or the pig's knuckles. And so we leave Blondie and Dagwood of Shady Lane Avenue. We invite you to listen next time when we join the Bumsteads once more. The next episode is entitled, Dag and the Beanstalk. <laughs> Sounds like a hoot and a half to me. This week's episode, Soft Soap Slide, featured the voice talents of Patrick Grover as Mr. Dithers, Greg Coots as the Professor, Tara Jones as Baby Dumpling, Blaine Landowski as Dagwood, and of course, Lisa Steffel as Blondie. This week's episode was brought to you by the Watertown Players, your favorite community theater group for over 30 years. Remember to follow the Watertown Players on Facebook so you don't miss any exciting news on the entertainment front. This is your announcer, Jim Steffel, thanking you for supporting the Watertown Players and our continuing episodes of Blondie. For more information on how you can help fund these fine old-fashioned productions and keep a roof over our ghost's proverbial head, please text Blondie to 44321. That's Blondie, B-L-O-N-D-I-E, to 44321. Thank you, and good night. <laughs>